Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to episode 100, Triple Digits. You are, of course, listening to The Overnight Scoreboard with Sleepy Dwayne Calloway. I am Sleepy Dwayne Calloway, as you know. I would would absolutely listen to The Overnight Scoreboard with Sleepy Dwayne Calloway. Just reading box scores from West Coast baseball games. Like that old George Michael, uh, what was that, George Michael Time Machine, something or other? Sports Time? Something like that. Poor George Michael Sports Machine. Sports That's Machine. Sports Machine. Not a time machine. Yeah, that would be a much different show. Yes. I watch go it. over to Los Angeles where Yasiel Puig has two hits tonight. Two hits in three at-bats. One run driven in. So it took us 100 episodes. Into the sports hall! <laughs> we finally have a good Sorry. title for our, for our podcast. So there we go. Yep. We did it. Something that you would actually want to listen to. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get worse next week. Um, okay, well, uh, big moment for us. A lot of people said we couldn't do it, so uh, cheers to you all. Uh, I really wanted to do, before we get into, you know, we'll get into our uh, hot takes as we do. I wanted to do a quick around the horn uh, to commemorate the occasion. Please tell me uh, uh, the dumbest statement you've made so far on this podcast. I know there's been lots. Um, I'll get the party started. Mine, far and away, is predicting that Andrew Albers would have a nice, long Major League career. Uh, He did not have one. I thought he was 25, and he was, in fact, 37, 38 years old, something like that. So that was a real bummer for me. Um, I just don't want anybody to get the impression that we're anything less than um, gigantic dumbasses. Uh, John, what do you think your dumbest statement so far? I think mine was the time that I spent... I think it was probably somewhere between five and ten minutes carefully explaining all of my reasons that I was absolutely certain that moving to first base meant Joe Maurer was going to hit 20 home runs last year. <laughs> certain. I, I had theories that I can't even begin to explain. And what did he hit? Three? <laughs> four. Four home runs, yeah. It was <laughs> Pedro Floramone hit also hit four. It was just... Not not my best five to ten minutes. So I think that would have been reasonable, but I think that the issue here is that you were really passionate about it and really confident. If I had just tossed off, oh, and Joe Maurer might hit 20 home runs, that'd be one thing. Totally But fine. I had a carefully reasoned, based on the psychology of the individual kind of explanation about why I believed wholeheartedly in Joe Maurer. I'm, 
I'm not even doing justice to it. It was much more passionate, much more involved, and much more confident. And it was it could not have been a lot more wrong. Um, okay, well that's pretty good. I thought that maybe you would have had some said some dumber things than that. But oh, I've uh, said many dumb things. That was just the first one I could think of. Okay, that was the one that Clarence spent the most time making fun of me for. So that's <laughs> what I remember. Okay, I'm sure there's plenty of those as well. All right, uh, let's move over to Stu. I think I know yours, but do you want to fess up? Probably ten and six Vikings season last year, and you guys gave me the out to change it multiple uh-huh. times, <laughs> and I just kept. <laughs> Shoulder to the Here's ladder. You did the ladder. Down on that one. No, no, I'll take the shovel. No, no, no. no. You gotta, gotta dig down on these things. You dig down. That's how you come out. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that one, that one, that was my. Yeah, that was a bad one, Stu. I just can't believe how long you stuck with it. And I don't mean stuck with it like five minutes. That was weeks, right? Months. No, no I just figured. You know, I made the. I was gonna. St- I mean, I'm gonna stick on 69 for the twins. Nice, um, nice. but I'm gonna stick just because you know. No, it was like Thanksgiving, and we were still like, nope, nope, nope. I had that scarlet letter, and I was gonna hold on to it for the whole season, so I did. I think, only three games off. I think is actually surprising to me. I thought you know the way it was going, it was four and twelve all the way, and. Ended up seven and nine. So, well, what if I remember do? right, you had some lead up of hey, you know, it's the NFL, anything can happen. You never know. I thought this was yep. going to be a seven and nine, eight and eight sort of thing. And you're like, anything can happen. Ten and six. Like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> if it's yeah. a coin flip, that's <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of good teams in the AL Central this year, and they've made some improvements. So what the heck? I'm going to predict the Twins win 112 games this year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite. Uh, no, I don't think it was that outlandish. 112 and 50. Outlandish. Not quite. Not quite. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know about that. Okay, well, that's a pretty good one as well. Um, I still think I'm the clear leader here uh, until we get to um, Clarence Swamptown. Hi, Clarence. Well, this wasn't fair. You didn't. I mean, you didn't give me any warning that we were going to do this. This is. I did a sneak attack. I I know I did a sneak attack topic. <laughs> on you guys. This, you're asking the little old lady who lives in a shoe to pick her favorite child. There's, there's millions of statements. See, if you give uh, us time, we could have like gone to Wade and been like, "All right, Wade, we need I you to catalog." Well, yeah, that wouldn't be quite as fun though. I just wanted to know what's the one that sticks in your craw, like the thing that you think about. That might keep you up at night going, Jesus, that was that was embarrassing. I'm probably not going to live that one down. You're going to live down the Joe Maurer thing probably, but um, Stu's 10 and 6, that's just that's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, well, if we're talking about what what we're most embarrassed about, then that's a whole different question. But Well, yeah, dumbest, most embarrassing, one of those. Somewhere in there is what I'm looking for. I just want to, just in case, on the off chance that we get any new listeners on this week, Wondering what the fuss is, this podcast now is in the triple digits. They must be good. I wanted to set the record straight immediately. No, we are fucking not. We are stupid. Yeah. Uh, but at least we know we it. We are morons. Yeah, exactly. Like three months ago, we had Rand on, and he asked me what percentage chance the Wild have of making the playoffs, and I said zero. None. They zero have percent. Zero percent. Zero chance. He's like, well, th- no. I mean, anything can happen. I'm like, nope, no, no. Nope. They are dead. They have no chance. 
zero chance. He's, and he, again, left me an out like we did with Stu. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you want to say, you know, like half a percent? Or, no. <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> Impossible. It's not happening. And, uh, and now here we are today. I think so that's I'm going to go with that, cause, yeah. just because it's the first thing. And that is unbelievably stupid, Clarence. I totally forgot about that. That's amazing that you said that. I know that no, you love your, your blacks and whites, but man, there was a tiny bit of gray chance. there that you could have had a chance to, to grab and you just had no interest. What about the time that you said you um, had never tried white rice? That was crazy. I stand by that. Those are, are probably okay that? my shining moment. No, that's my favorite moments. Yeah. Okay. White, white ri- rice. Just you right. don't have to qualify <laughs> it with a color or anything. <laughs> just rice. You're colorblind when it comes to rice. And in life. all things, and life. Brandon. Yeah, in life, too. Absolutely. Life. I don't like see rice. I don't see rice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. No, you definitely That's don't. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, uh, that is dumb. Yeah. Let's have more of that, please. Yeah. Yeah, more stupidity um, along those lines. All right, well, congrats, gentlemen. So why don't we talk about hockey, then, while we're well, while we're. Can we? I don't have one. Can we say what our our favorite other person's? Oh, of course. That's, I'm hoping. That I'm, be, we're kind of doing an on yeah. on show uh, staff meeting here, but would well, that I, work? I, I was hoping to, and I kind of wanted to start out with John, just because I was expecting something would come to me that I could give him a lot of shit about. But I'm I'm coming. Well, I mean, obviously, the whole uh, carrying water for the local soccer club is something that we talk about a lot sure. as being a really. <laughs> Uh, embarrassing sure. part of this podcast, but it hasn't necessarily been something that he's outright made a claim about. It's just been these little, you can't blame them. It's not Bill's fault. These little things here and there where it just sort of adds up to this PR machine on our unpaid PR. Um, but, the, you know, that's just a thing that we just have to deal with as a, you know, as his coworker. Yeah. It's not so much outlandish it's as just, it is just, just low just key angry. offensive. <laughs> It's just, just fuming right now, just seething. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's shaking his head, unhappy. Yeah, um, just full of anger. Yeah, but we have, uh, besides, I mean, Clarence's food takes are are incredibly outlandish, but they're also just subjective. They're exceptional. They are quite exceptional. That's the best way I can describe them. They're exceptional. You don't hear that kind of stuff other places. But they're also very subjective, obviously, food, so you can't really say any of it's wrong, you know? It's crazy, um, but it's not wrong. Yeah, you can't say he's wrong. You just can say he's legitimately a crazy person. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never seen an adult uh, terrified of pickles, but there he is. uh, Pickles are gross. I'm with him on that. Pickles are gross. Yeah, but you'll try one. You know that they're gross. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's uh, I, <laughs> I don't think Clarence's food tastes are necessarily that crazy. It's just the outlandish certainty without the experience that really makes them exceptional. Mwah. That, that to does. say rice smells terrible. <laughs> so Therefore, it's I've never had rice in my entire life and never will in any circumstances, no matter what might happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is wonderful. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a guy. At one point, I thought we could try to do some good. We could try to raise some money. So I contacted him off the podcast and tried to get him to eat a bowl of rice for charity. charity. We were going to raise the money. And for he homeless do it. kids. 
Just poor kids. Uh, no, but if give them a fucking tent or something, because I ain't fucking doing it. <laughs> it's just, it's wonderful. It makes me happy. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Um, I'll just pay for their hotel room. Just out of my own pocket. <laughs> just to not have also, to be in the same room as a bowl of rice. The most embarrass- embarrassing things that have happened on the podcast? Sure, yeah. Let's see. There was a time that we lost an entire Brian Stensas episode uh-huh. because of technical problems. There yep. was a time we so lost you, you say embarrassing to say Faith's right hand doing what needs to be done. What? I, don't, I didn't get what? You cut out there, Stu. I'm sorry. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. All I got was That's doing okay. what needs to be done, which kind of sounded like you were threatening Brian. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no! I was just saying he's terrible at things. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. That's. Never mind. Never mind. It did come through. It came through quite clear. No. <laughs> never mind. We got it right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There every time, time he comes on. There was a time we lost half of Zach Floyd's episode, even though it was awesome. Mm-hmm. There was the time that we tried to record a Christmas episode in Aaron Gleeman's murder basement, nobody could hear any of it because it was quite possibly the worst place in the seven County Metro to record a podcast. Unbelievable. And that was, that yes. was pure gold. There was the time that, uh, the all-star, the all-star, we'll never have such an all-star lineup of guests ever. Ne- ever again. It'll never, ever we happen again. They're all too big. All now. of our favorite people in one room, except for Clarence, who couldn't make it, of course. But. Cavalcade. Yeah, I'm never, I'm not going to something like that, but yeah. a cavalcade of stars. Mm-hmm. And it was completely yeah. unlistenable because you couldn't hear any of it. One time, John and Dave and I recorded about 20 minutes of a podcast. 18 of which was me yep. ra- uh, railing against uh, Field of Dreams. And then I got yep. done with this giant rant, and John said, I forgot to plug the thing in. My bad. Like the <laughs> first thing you nothing, do, you plug it nothing in. Nothing but me talking. I was the only one you could hear on any of it. <laughs> yeah. And I was just I was spent. Just laughing at Brandon fulminating just angrily screaming. about Field of Dreams and how terrible it was. It, was. it was wonderful, and you couldn't hear any of it. So John's like, hey, do you want to um, run that one back? It's like, No. No, that's it. Brandon's just exhausted. Like, it's already in the shower. Got the coat like James Brown, <laughs> yeah. brushing sweat off his forehead. <laughs> just absolutely rage for like twenty minutes, and it's all gone. Yeah, um, yeah. There was a time that Clarence and I berated Brandon until he almost quit the podcast. That was fun. That, that was my. That's my favorite. That's probably my favorite moment of the hundred episodes. Was the moment that Brandon said. So you got it all figured out then. You got it all figured out then, huh? It was okay. so it just the just, you probably can't understand it probably listening but the the emotion the weird like tension of like we were just we weren't mad at each other we were just no. so confused at the other person's <laughs> brain that we didn't even know how to move on. Of like so that's you, huh? And we just that's, Huh. That's I don't know. Yeah, it was legitimate. It was a very confusing moment, I think, for all of it us. It was and as close to an episode of Louis C.K. as we may ever. Just <laughs> <laughs> kind of awkward, like, it's like hmm. It's all going to be different from here on out, because now we understand this weird thing about each other, and we just don't, don't see eye to eye in a weird way, and something that we usually like, can get to. For like five days afterwards, I was like talking to people and sending emails and stuff like, maybe we just shouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we've gone too far. I don't know. 
It was like something snapped and we'll never get it back. Yeah. <laughs> that was very weird. That was a very weird episode, but it was good mm-hmm. stuff. But here we are. We made it at least 20 more episodes. We used to have guests on and talk to them and do like serious things. And at one point like we were that. like, fuck it. Oh, man. Fuck it. We had some great guests in the, in the early days of the podcast. We were so young then. Remember when we had? Remember when we had Stu's brother-in-law on? And yeah. He talked about movies, and it was absolutely the most fascinating hour of my life. An actual documentarian came <sighs> yeah. on, and we asked him professional questions. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then we'd have people we, like we Hans. Diver- we diverged from that pretty damn quick. So. Who knows things? Yep. Yep. Hans was a good guy. Yeah. He's the math guy, right? Yep. Yeah. Where's With the, the wooden derby shoes cap? and the tulips and shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bad guy in Die Hard. Is that right? is that the movie? Die Hard? Yep, yes, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, well, good times. And we're right back to where we started. Just four idiots yep. talking about absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we don't grow. Go that's our F- promise to you. All right, and it's coming. Oh, Oh my god. All right. From all of us from the sport and all of you out there, goodbye forever. <laughs> Jumps out the window. Oh, we need right now. Just having seven like, heart palpitations. Oh, they're done? They're done? They're done? We'll First continue on I'll just for Raid. I'll show up at the office and get called in on the carpet. Listen, I don't want to insinuate anything, but you keep this going, or you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um what do you what do you think? Should we move on to sports? Yeah, we can talk some sports. Yeah, yeah we have like two th- we have two sports things to talk about, then questions to answer from the from the matting crowd, right? From the matting hey, crowd is correct. Oh yeah, we had Ask Sportive today. We had Twitter questions today. Did you get oh okay dope? Yeah. Clarence, were you out taking photos of ducks and cars and shit today? Is that why you weren't around Twitter? Or why what? don't you mind your own fucking business? How's that? That's what I was doing. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, I guess what you we should talk it. about is the Minnesota Wild. Uh, so they were am- they were terrible, then they were amazing, and then they they sort of lost a little bit of momentum there, so and all scared. of a sudden people were. Scared they might not make the playoffs, whether that was legit or not. There was there seemed to be a little bit of um, of tension uh, in the yep. ranks, if you will. But now they made it and they're in. They're going to be a what five seed, six seed, seven seed, somewhere around there, most likely. Or do we do we have a? They're good... either they're either going to be the fourth seed in the Central Division playoffs, or they're going to be the fourth seed in the Western Division playoffs. I don't. And if you if you want me to explain why that makes sense, I can't. What let. Priority-wise, the things that NHL needs to fix, what one is this playoff seeding scenario? Is it a big deal, well, or is were, it just one of those fucking, it's a little confusing if you don't pay attention sort of things? They were so close to something that made total sense, and then they decided, wait a second, so you've got your Pacific Division and you got your Central Division. What if the fifth team in the Central Division is better than the fourth team in the Pacific Division? And... What I would say is, well, sometimes life's tough, and you're just going to be unlucky sometimes, and there's nothing you can do about it, and that's the way that life works. But the NHL decided that what they really needed was to make sure that if the fifth team in one division in the same conference was better than the fourth team in the other division in the same conference, then the two teams with more points made the playoffs. 
But after that, things get confusing because basically what they did is they introduced after the wild card. That's what I'm saying. I'm confused, and I know what's going on. So so here's the part. Here's the part that really doesn't make sense. So let's say that the fourth team and the fifth team are from different conferences. They decided that let's say the fourth team from the Central and the fourth team from the Pacific both make the playoffs, but (laughs) I can't even explain it because no, you can't. Basically, <laughs> the worst of the of the fourth seeds, the worst of the two bottom conference teams, plays the best of the division winners, regardless of whether in, they're in the same conference or not. So four teams from the Central and four teams from the Pacific could make the playoffs, and yet in the first round, the Western Conference winner could play it, or the Pacific Con- Pacific Division winner. I see, I can't even talk. The Pacific Division winner would play the fourth team from the Central Division, and the Central Division winner would play the fourth team from the Pacific Division. Now, you're going to have to draw that out, listeners. You're going to have to do a diagram, like a sentence diagram, to get all that. And why they couldn't just make the playoffs stay the same and say, all right, the fourth team in the Central plays the top team in the Central, like it should be. I have no idea. Huh. Well, I actually killed the podcast with that <laughs> description. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't I'm, I'm happy for the Wild, and uh, obviously, as, a, as one of the local hockey minds, along with Dana Wessel, we're just happy that our guys got in. Mr. But Puck. I don't I, yeah, Mr. Puck. I don't understand the playoff system at all. And, and John, you you explained it completely and fairly accurately, and I still have no idea what yep. you're talking about. I actually about. think it, it makes, makes less sense. sense. Now that I asked yeah. you, yeah. I wish I wouldn't have asked you. And then I, I sort of had a handle on it. Hey, Stu, uh, now that we're talking about uh, puckheads like you, me, and Daniel, mm-hmm. are we going to get together and watch yeah. a uh, hockey game? Would love to. Yeah, we got to do it. We Make that, that a tradition. Is there, is there a pretty good, um, I think in the morass of John's explanation, it sounded like they're playing against one of the California teams, maybe? It'll be the either. They will play either Anaheim <laughs> Or whoever wins the Central Division, which still could be one of three teams, Nashville or Chicago or St. Louis. Either way, i got to get well, me Chicago to a sports Chicago and St. Louis bar. can both be described as Central located, so that's actually pretty good for them. Mm-hmm. So. I think out of, out of those teams, and I'll, I'll see if Clarence actually agrees with me or not. Out of those teams, I think Nashville is probably the best matchup of all of them. Right, Clarence? Yes. St. Louis hey. is the worst. Probably Chicago is the next worst, and Anaheim is... And they always play terribly against Anaheim. You really are hoping for that Nashville matchup. You really got to hope for that. That's the team they've played the, probably the best against. It's the team they match up against the best, just on paper. Not an overly physical team. They just have a good goaltender. They uh, not an extremely deep team. I don't think. I don't. I just. I don't know how Nashville's pulling it off. They're kind of like the Avs last year. It's kind of smoke and mirrors, and I think the the Wild match up well against them. They're the yeah. hockey royals. Yeah, the Wild do well against smoke and yeah. mirrors teams. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's. How many good games compared. are left in the regular season? Two, two. So playoffs starting in about a week. Is that what we're thinking? Be next weekend. Oh shit! Let's say. I can't I, wait. I'd say probably middle of next week, right? Because the season's over on Sunday, I think. I think they start on a weekend. I don't know for sure. I want to say they start on a weekend. You haven't lived until you. I don't know why. I that. It just feels right. 
You haven't lived until you've been in a sports bar and heard Stu just scream at the top of his lungs, very nonsensical hockey terms, while other people who actually care are just turning around like, what in the fuck is... Oh, where are you guys? One timer! I I just need to know so that I don't, like, accidentally stumble into the bar. Oh, we're not not going to end up at House of Goats. Where is this place that you guys are meeting to watch the... It won't be South River, Clarence. Don't worry about that. Okay, clear. good. Okay, you're fine. Just, just wanted to make sure. Change up! Oh, change up! Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, really, you guys are here? I really want all of us to just gather at Wiener Holder's Supper Club in Meesville to watch a hockey game or something. <laughs> just, have, just have Clarence walk in with his family and be like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I got no other option. We can yeah. dream. Uh, oh. Hey, Clarence, what's going on? Yeah. It's good to see you. Yeah. Time to introduce us to the rest of your family. <laughs> oh, that would be the that would be the worst day of my life. <laughs> so you really do have are colliding. Kids. Yeah. Uh, okay, so next week, uh, Wild, hopefully they um, get matched up with Nashville. Right? I, and, yeah, I think that's, that's the easy call to make. It's that neck. Who's the next easiest? Matchup or most beneficial matchup? I I don't know. John, what do you think? Maybe Chicago with Patrick Kane out. I mean, he's coming he's back coming from back. a collarbone at some point, but he's coming back soon. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's not an. I said Anaheim, but I said it with a question mark at the end because they don't play Anaheim well. It's not St. Louis. We know for sure it's not St. Louis. Definitely not St. Louis. They St. Louis has I I don't want to exaggerate here, but every player on their team is six foot nine and weighs three hundred and forty pounds. Whereas just, every yeah, player on the wild is five foot three, one hundred and fifty five pounds. Mm-hmm. So they do not match up well with the Blues. Those. Nope, they don't. The Wild are a little team. Is that what you said? They are not a business. They're undersized. They're undersized. Oh, I didn't know that. Who is the little uh, undersized guy that was a big wild thing, like big wild guy, like ten years ago? Pierre Marc Bouchard. Is he still in the league? Oh yeah. What's up with that guy? Uh, no, he got so many concussions he had to retire. Oh, all right, all right. That's a real because he's tiny. Because he was five foot one, and so people would yeah. hit him normally, and it would just be right in his face. Right, right, right. That's a bummer. Sorry to hear that, Pierre. Sorry to hear it, Petey. Pete Bouchard. Do you guys want to move but on? Yes, you should definitely watch a game somewhere at some point. Let's. It's fun. Stu and Dana Wessel just stand there yelling, four on four, four on four. <laughs> Fire wagon. Fire wagon hockey. For no reason. It'll be like yeah, a commercial break, and they're screaming oh, from down the bar at you, Fire wagon hockey. You got to yeah, work in a saucer pass yeah, once in a while, Stu, because that's actually a smart term. People yeah. will be like, whoa. I know. I, 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 all I remember is just the rage and Christine Bonus's eyes, just as we yes, yes. kept yelling louder and louder, and just she got just like, "Why are you doing this? You're morons!" <laughs> yes, <laughs> kill John. She's around John all the time, <laughs> and we were ten times more annoying than John is. <laughs> yeah, it fifteen was... times. Oh boy. Just, uh, God, it was beautiful. That was a night. That was definitely an evening. Um, mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to sadder times. We don't have to talk uh, about twins, do we? 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't even see the game. I just saw that in Alaska got blown up. I, I won the, the uh, St. Paul Skyway, Dave Marthaler's favorite place for dining and drinks, and um, <laughs> walked past one of the brokerage or bank or whatever the frick things they have there, and it was on the TV, and it was 7 nothing in the third. It's like, oh, okay. That'll, that'll do. Hope I know how today is going to go then. So, Oh, so that that's, was, uh, the kind of, that's the kind of day we're having today. Yep, that's yeah. how that's going to be. And I'll ask go pitching, and uh, I think they had uh, Tigers at Sanchez, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, okay, he's so. good. Yeah, I mean, and like, obviously good. it's two games, so who really cares? Um, but against great, I mean, against great starting pitching. Great Not starting just, pitching. I mean, talking... They're oh, it's an away game. It's the beginning of the year. But yeah. I mean, Jesus. I know this a little something would really have been nice for the Anything, just one guy. Like, has anybody just, been even okay so far? They have like seven two. hits in eighteen innings, right? Seven or eight hits. Mm-hmm. They haven't made it past second base. <laughs> That's amazing. That, it's, it's, uh, that is truly amazing. That, that is a major league baseball team could. Not get a guy to third base for two straight days after enthusing over and over about how they think they're going to compete for the division title this year. 54 enthusing. outs. That's how much opportunity they got to, to, get a, to scratch a run. Anything, just a couple bloopers, something, and they're that. Ah, boy, I know, 180, 180th of the way through yeah, the season, I, mean, I get it, but... But it's At just there's point, nothing to, to, to look forward to in general. It's the same thing with uh, the Irv Santana thing. Like, obviously, that doesn't really mean a whole lot. But the Twins don't have anything going for them. We kind of need everything to work that's, that could potentially work for this to be something that anybody actually wants to pay attention to this summer. You know? Like, it, I, I, obviously, you can look at the any projections for Santana and the war and whatever. He was probably going to add, like, what, three, four wins, you know? So maybe this is two mm-hmm. wins, and two wins isn't that big of a deal. But he was going to keep them in more games than fucking Pelfrey's going to. And that's just like one fewer time that you're going to like actually watch to the end of the game versus like what Stu did and just kept on walking. Like, nope, fuck it. Not even, not even going to like take nope. up any of my time. None of my free time will be taken up by these blowouts. So. Nope, I'm going to walk past Antigo and see if they have like Cholitos on sale. That's, that's oh. what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's not as fun as watching is, baseball, you know. Generally, at, at this point, I just want—I want them to get beat sixteen to nothing tomorrow. <laughs> I want it to just get progressively worse because they'll probably come out and they'll win seven to two, and Kyle Gibson will pitch all right, and Joe Maurer will drive in three runs or something, or Kenneth Vargas will hit a homer, and everyone will say, "See, they're—they're they're going to be okay." And then it'll just—they'll settle down into this mediocrity that they've been in for the last four years. If they're going to be bad. I would prefer them to be so bad that even the poll ads can't ignore how terrible things have become. I actually, I 100% agree with you. And I usually don't get to the point where I'm going to just start rooting against my own own team. Mm-hmm. I, I can honestly say, I think this is one of the only times this has ever happened. Even the Timberwolves, I don't root against them um, in the way that I'm rooting against the Twins. Maybe because this feels like this has this needs to hit a breaking point soon. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm totally with you. And that's such a pathetic feeling to me. Like I'm embarrassed to have that. Just know? for a team, just for a team to lose 90 games, four straight years 
and then do the exact same things that got them into the mess as if somehow signing 12 more veteran relievers was the final fix that they needed. It just, I want... I want their terrible decisions to be punished. I want there to be objective evidence beyond the all 490 last seasons they've already had to say, listen, guys, maybe let's just just hear me out here. Don't don't hang up right away. Maybe you guys are morons. Maybe this belief you have that somehow if you just if you just believe more that things will turn out fine. Maybe that's not the way to go about things. And you've got some evidence. Clap louder. Clap louder. <laughs> that's basically you're just that's the Tinkerbell theory of improvement. Yeah. And, it's yeah. Just, it's, and we talk about this a lot, but I'm not allowed to be bad at my job four years in a row. Like I I'm just not allowed to do that. I, I get I don't know. I guess I could probably be bad at my job for a year. Have have like some just a bad year or something go wrong that might have built up enough good. Who's going to make the Rick Spielman joke? Who's going to make the Rick Spielman joke? <laughs> but the over and all. over and over four straight years <laughs> of being the being incompetent, as we've talked about, but the same type of incompetent. There's no other industry in the world where you can keep your job. Somehow Terry Ryan has been able to figure out a way to do it. It uh, boggles the mind. So yeah, you're right, John. I am also hoping that it gets really, really, really bad, and that makes me sad. Yeah, I don't root against the Vikings, even though I know that they're, you know, in some ways an embarrassment, and the Timberwolves are obviously um, a black eye for our entire state. Yeah, I said it. But this is just feels different. I don't know why it is. I don't know. I don't have any idea why I'm hit a breaking point like this. It just feels like I think it's because it is the same the same frustration four years, whereas the Timberwolves have had more variety of their idiocy. Yeah, just, and, as, just as bad, but I'm not. I'm not asking for a lot. I just I want I want Dave St. Peter to cry publicly. I guess is what <laughs> I'm getting at. I want Dave to finally apologize to Wade. Yeah, listen. You know what, guys? Maybe <laughs> maybe every spot on the major league roster is important, and maybe loading up the 19 through 25th spots with legitimately terrible players is not the way to go about building a team. And. Uh, we we've touched on this a number of times, but more than anything, I just want there to be an actual plan, like the Astros blowing everything up and putting terrible teams out in order to try to rebuild. Was a, I mean, it was terrible to watch, and if you're an Astros fan, I'm sure it sucked. But at least they have young players, and they have a chance of getting better now. At least there was some sort of plan to go about it other than the twins plan which is to do the same thing every year and think maybe just maybe the same thing that got us into this situation each of the last four years maybe this year is the year it turns around i don't care if it's a terrible plan just the presence of a plan is all i'm asking for espn has a page where you can where they rank the age of the major league roster uh average age do you know where the twins Uh are on that I'm guessing they are not last. Uh, I don't know. If they're the oldest team, I'm just going to lose it. No, they're not the oldest team, but they're the 24th oldest. (laughs) So this is what four years of rebuilding has done for them. This is not one or two years. This is the four years in a row, and they have the 24th youngest roster. The Astros so, obviously are number one. The Rays, you know, the, the pretty obvious teams that you would ha- that have been rebuilding for a while that should have been trading their veterans um, or just dumping them. Like obviously, 
you look back two years ago, three years ago, trade deadlines, the Twins probably didn't have a whole lot to do, but they dumped them and gave chances to young whatever. 24th. That is, again, that is pure mind-boggling. I just So I what we're saying is <laughs> there are legitimately only six teams older than the Twins in the major leagues. Yes. That is, how can that be true? I don't know. I don't know how it can be true, but I definitely looked up. I actually did some research. So I just <laughs> I want I want them to be punished for this. I know, I it's know. It's the only way. And I realize that in wanting them to be punished, I'm also wanting me and every other Twins fan to be punished. Yeah. But I just don't see another way around this. It's And it's not like if I cheer harder they're going to be better. So it's short-term pain for long-term happiness. It's the same reason we have kids. All right. We're going to be sad for a while for a reason. It's going to be good someday. <sighs> Whereas this would be like, instead of having kids, you just like adopt a dog that you know is going to shit all over your house and never learn. And you know it. Adopt incontinent dog. That's <laughs> Minnesota Twins, the incontinent dog. <laughs> Major League Baseball's incontinent dog. Oh. Well, that's why you can't get mad at like Jordan Schaefer. He's an incontinent dog. It's, yep. it's oh, the owner oh, who adopted him. <laughs> well, no shit. You know why? Because he's Jordan Schaefer. What's, we told what, you what at you... the pound what, hap- what he has. <laughs> they told you. So here, here's a free dog. The Houston Astros <laughs> gave you a free dog. I told you. We are getting rid of it. We are actively tanking it, but we're getting rid of him because he shits all over the place. And he and let's let's remind you, he is always going to shit everywhere. We know for a fact he will not learn where to shit. It's going to be wherever you, you don't do want. Do what you want, but this <laughs> will fact, never get better. He may start shitting more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do some sportive questions. Um, Let's start with our good friend Brian Moan, who says, if Minnesota had to lose one pro team, Twins, Vikings, Wolves, or Wild, which one would you pick? And after just talking about the Twins, I think the answer seems obvious, but at least three of those I wouldn't mind if they left town. So maybe this requires a little more thought. Well, you know, John, I've thought a lot about this in the last 30, 45 seconds. Uh And... uh, (laughs) Um, hockey is my least favorite of the four major sports, but the Wolves deserve nothing at all. So they, the Wolves have to go. It's the Wolves. Clarence? Well, you can't really be asking me this. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, I, on this, on this very podcast, laid out a plan for having the Wolves contracted. <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast, called for it to happen, and multiple times on Twitter, for the Timberwolves to fold, move away. Fair so enough. On. All right, so so that one was fairly obvious. Brandon, who who would you take take away if you could? I mean, as much of a disaster the Vikings and the Twins are, you need football and baseball in your town. So I totally get that. Um, the basketball is in general. I don't know. It's got to be the Wolves. You're right. I know it's sort of short-sighted because in five years, who knows what could happen with any of these teams, but um, 
we do have a pretty certain uh, expectation of the Wolves. They're going to be terrible five years from now and te- ten years from now and however long as well. So um, yes. I would think that the state would be a lot less sad if the Wolves, I guess particularly this year when the Wild are good, but just in general, if you took like a year-to-year poll over the last ten years, I think people would be okay with the Timberwolves leaving. People who love basketball be okay with the Timberwolves leaving. <laughs> yes. They love basketball. Yes, you know, sometimes it's for the greater good. There's just, it's just too much sadness. There really is. No, so yeah, I think that. I mean, it makes me sad because I like the Wolves, but I also know there's like <clears throat> nine of us. So, yeah. So that's just yeah. It's got to be the Wolves. All right. I I've been now that I've had a minute and a half to think about it. I think. I would have to say all of those teams have hurt me in some way, but the one that makes me miserable at all times, like makes me hate them, hate myself, is the Vikings. So I'm going to have to pick the Vikings. That if I could get rid of one of them, I'd say them. Because oh, then I'd have a, Larry Spooner is going to be looking for, he's going to be walking door to door in Roseville. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have the Chris Carter jersey and the camo shorts, and he's just going to be going door to door. Are you, are you John Marthaler? You John Marthaler? <laughs> Point him out to me. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, I also think that would be, uh, that, that would make you sad, John. Just, I mean, that's, that's your son. That's, you know, Sundays in the fall, you'd be, uh, you'd be okay. You'd just go out instead to the apple orchard or something, go for a bike ride. It's got a really good sale today. I could watch other football games. That'd be fine. Okay. They have projects. You'd be a I, Packers those fan. Cone, those pine cone things you put in a bowl. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Make your own potpourri. That sounds oh, yeah. fun. You got like oils <laughs> and the little little tea light candles. I mean, I would definitely love to get rid of football fans so I wouldn't have to hear them, but I think you can sort of exactly. tune that out for the most part. I've, for the most part, been able to, to tune it out. Just don't listen to the radio ever and try to avoid newspapers and mute some things on Twitter and you can kind of shield yourself. Although every family member that I have is also fucking insane about football. So maybe you could never get rid of it. But there's all, I mean, there's always college football. The Gophers have been objectively far worse than the Vikings have been over, over the life of the Vikings franchise. And yet I'm a lot, they've made me a lot less unhappy than the Vikings have. And that's, 
not a small feat because the Gopher football team has made me very unhappy on many, many occasions. Yeah, I know, I know. So to be able to choose the Vikings to get rid of over that without even thinking about it is an accomplishment, I'd say, for the Vikings franchise. Yeah, I mean they are frustrating. I think it's a I think it's a fair point. You could say, I think all four of them have their uh, reasons. That if somebody said they could get rid of them, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. That's fine with me. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny that we just talked about for ten minutes about how we want the Twins to lose every game, and not one of us picked them to move out of town <laughs> because we always talk about it. They play in the summer. They play outdoors. Yeah. I gotta go yeah. have a. A gigantic beer and sit in the sunshine. I don't care what I, you know. Bloody Mary and have fun. Yeah, exactly. Lucky bastards, the twins. Uh, Good question, Brian. Next question. Uh, Derek Kieran, if you could pick one player from another team and put him on your favorite Minnesota team, who would it be and why? Stephen Curry, Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Anthony Uh, Davis, Minnesota Timberwolves. He's a joy to That's, watch. Yes, he's just oh, David Kahn, goddamn you! Yeah, yeah. It's easy to to do basketball because even for the most part of the eighty two games, that person's going to be very entertaining for like seventy five of them. You know, they're going to have a couple off games here or there, but even when they suck, they're at least entertaining. Whereas, I love Mike Trout, but how many you know? 0 for 4 or 1 for 4 with a single games does the best p- player in baseball have? A single player, it's tough to choose. Yeah. <laughs> or, I, I don't know, you have to choose like a uh, yeah. like a, um, a quarterback as well might be one of them, right? Yeah, quarterback or a starting pitcher maybe. Andrew we Luck? Andrew Luck's we probably the answer, right? When, when, when you... That's true, that's right, that's right. That's oh, right. Oh, Never sorry, mind. sorry. All right, Teddy B. Yeah, you know. um, maybe maybe like a JJ Watt or something like that. JJ went Watt went to Wisconsin, so I won't accept oh, that. Answer. Sorry about that. Retract it. Retract that statement. John, do you have an answer to this one? That's a good question. I I actually I like the revisionist history where David Kahn dressed Stephen Curry and Ricky Rubio Steph- at the same time. Yeah, Steve. did I say Steve Curry? Oh, That's good. Big big basketball fan, John. Yeah. Why? Wow. Why anybody lets me talk? On a rec- in a recorded fashion is just beyond me. Yeah, I agreed. Consistent malaprops, <laughs> such as calling him Stephen Curry, Ottoman. Um, That's another yeah. of your favorites. Oh, that Rick, one at least I had a reason for. Rick Adelman. Rick Adelman. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that that revisionist history where they draft Curry and Rubio, mm-hmm. and then David Kahn immediately steps down and hires someone competent as GM. Yep, and. Maybe they get a coach who doesn't retire a year before he retires, and just see what happens. That would be pretty awesome. Yep. And basketball, you all, you need a lot more than one player, but they can really affect the uh, the record as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna or go with go, Davis or. Lowe. Or maybe go back to the time the Timberwolves lost the chance to draft Shaquille O'Neal. That would have been cool too. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yep, that's true. Uh, Clarence, do you have an answer here? Yeah, Mike Trout. Mikey Trout. All right, cool. I get it. I get it. You love baseball. You can't take a pitcher because the best pitcher, for the most part, is going to be useless in two years. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. not really a good franchise. Justin Verlander. Oh, wait. 
Cliff Lee. Nope. <laughs> Roy Halladay. Right. No, no. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. That's rough. It's real yeah. tough. Every goddamn pitcher. All right. Um, our friend Dave MN wants to know what would be involved in our version of breakfast poutine. Apparently he had breakfast poutine, and he actually described it, and it sounded absolutely disgusting. Like, there was curry sauce and an old chew or something like that. So I don't think I'd use that version. But it seems like it could be a good idea. I don't I don't understand the concept of a gigantic breakfast in general. Like, I'm not a farmer. I don't need 800 calories <laughs> to go to work. <laughs> My my step grandpa's a farmer, and he eats like a horse when he wakes up because he needs it, right? And then he has like a ten thirty snack time where he comes back in and has like uh, a couple donuts, he has a couple caramel rolls, <laughs> yeah, and bars and whatever else my grandma makes him. That makes sense to me. He's a fucking farmer. Uh, I am sitting on my ass the whole time. I don't need any breakfast. So even on the weekends, I can't really bring myself to do much of anything for a breakfast so i might have to tap out on this one and i've i don't know what i don't i mean i kind of know what poutine is but i've never had it that's that's a little too rich for me so i think it's fries and gravy and cheese right yeah it's fries and cheese curds which good start but then you put gravy on it and i just i don't like poutine it's a bridge too far i'm sorry it's really good you're both wrong it's really good What would you put on breakfast poutine then, Stu? Um, I would probably make it like, uh, you know what, chiriquires are? Nope. <laughs> I, would do it sort of, I would do it sort of like that, only replace the uh, tortilla chips with french fries. So what is on whatever you just said that I'm not going to try to pronounce because I can't even pronounce Stephen Curry? Chiriquires? <laughs> uh, um It's uh, like queso fresco, black beans, uh, basically, you know, nacho stuff. So we're making breakfast nachos is what we're, what we're doing here. I, I fail to see the problem with that, John. <laughs> well, it seems like to to fall in the spirit of poutine rather than the spirit of nachos, there should be gravy involved of some well, kind. Already, there are rules. This isn't nom. I mean, <sighs> it's, you, you, you've acceded to one bastardization, but you don't want to be <laughs> bastardized. That just seems like a problem. Right, so what we're going to do here is we're going to make it poutine, except we're going to take out the cheese curds and the gravy and serve it with a side of ketchup. So there we go. <laughs> this is like when Clarence all argues that uh, all French fries. that deep dish pizza is the same thing as lasagna, just because they kind of look the same thickness-wise. It doesn't make any sense. They have the same ingredients and look the same. Yeah, what a crazy person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, percentage, what percentage of lasagna is bread? I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> You what do, do you not get a lot of pasta noodles. <laughs> yeah, if I get if I ordered a pizza and I got a lasagna, I'd be fucking furious. No, they're, they're basically the same. In that in that version, tacos and a hamburger is the same because they're both meat and you, they got some cheese and some fucking. That, they're around went, bread. That's too far. That, You've gone too far. And some bread. <laughs> they're, they're the same. Same deal. Clarence is just like there's some things you don't say, man. <laughs> yeah. I've been sitting on that for a while. You're, you're bringing cumin into this dance. You, you, don't, you don't want to bring cumin to the dance. <laughs> it's only one of us leaving this party alive. Ugh. All right. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that poutine question. Are we done with that one? Yeah, we're done. We can be done with that one. It's Thanks. over now. Um, Stu's good buddy, Captain Dakota, at Artificial Chaos, wants to know what our favorite sexually transmitted disease is. <laughs> favorite? What? Really I, asked- I, What's he the really question? asked that. He really asked that. 
Um, probably whatever Mickey Mantle had. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to uh, say Marty Cordova. That'd just, be all yeah. of them, right? <laughs> well, Mantle got like the MVP with it. That's his, <laughs> that's his baseball reference page. Marty's. It's just STD. There's not even any stats. The picture of a weeping sore cottage cheese like discharge. <sighs> yeah, one of those for me, too. Yeah. That's a tough question. John right. answer. Yeah, I I don't have a good answer for that. I got nothing. Um, our our good friend Josh Fiedler wants to know: Madison Bumgarner is a Carhartt spokesman. Has there ever been a better shoulder to the wheel match? And I'm going to say um, Brett Favre selling eyebrow trimmers on CNBC in the middle of the day. <laughs> uh gosh. Um, mean, mean Joe Green getting a cold, ice cold bottle of soda and throwing his jersey to a kid—that was pretty shoulder to the wheel, you know. Um, that's, that's that's a lot before everyone else here was born. Yeah, so. not familiar. Not familiar. Beep, 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 beep. I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's a pretty. That's a pretty good. Uh, Thanks, yeah, mean Joe. Pretty, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As usual, Josh's question is too good well, to answer. Was that Brandon again? What? Uh, Should we please... No, I'm here. We... I'm here. Oh. oh, thank goodness. We lost somebody. No. Nope. No, I think we're all good. We're, we're all, all still here. here. Oh, I heard the lost sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Next question, also from Derek Karen. I don't know why we don't restrict these to one per person. Why doesn't Clarence like ice cream? I don't know if I don't like it. I, it's... I mean, I can take it or leave it. Does it give you a tummy That's ache? I, you get a little belly ache? No, it's just too sweet. No, it doesn't give me a tummy ache. Sweet? It's just too sweet. I don't like sweets. It's okay. Huh. It's fine. So if you I, are I getting paid um, to eat something sweet, sugary, what do you like? What's the thing you can that you can handle? Sour Patch Kids. Those are my one sugary. Holy shit. Uh, that's odd, just odd. I just love them, and that's and it. That's that just like gets to that's like the hardest of. It's like I I I don't like drugs at all except heroin. Yeah, I know it doesn't make a damn like a sense. But those things, God, my like, get me every day. The road's constricting just thinking about how great those are. It, so, like my kids, you know, the, my kids will go trick or treating or something. And the good thing about it, because they know I don't eat candy, like I'll steal all their Sour Patch Kids out of there. And no, I'm never implicated because they just don't. Oh, it's a secret. It is a secret. Oh, man. So they're like, well, who the fuck stole my Sour Patch Kids? It's a mystery. Couldn't be me. (laughs) You know me, guys. All all the kids locked in a brawl. (laughs) Yeah. Just brawling with each other. Might be Tyler over there. He looks guilty. (laughs) Fuck you. It'd be Uh, old Zechariah. Zechariah is always stealing stuff. I'm and jealous all these that you are under his pillowcase. <laughs> yeah, we doesn't eat this stuff. So can't, still can't. Somebody planted those, obviously. Uh, I'm actually jealous that you don't like sweets because I think it's sort of an embarrassing thing for. I'm obsessed. I have a really, really, really bad sweet tooth. Like there's candy in the house right now, and I'm still thinking about it. Um, <laughs> and it's embarrassing as a dad and as a guy and as a grown up just to be like. We have a pantry where we keep all of our food, and I'll go in there 
and like eat candy in the pantry so no one can I won't ever bring it out to like where everybody else is. I just <laughs> sit in their fucking Why are pantry. You it? It's your house. It's my you house. What you want. It's my you fucking paid house. For it. You have a candy pantry? We have a food pantry and I just go in there like, oh, I gotta hold on. And then I'm just in there like plowing through Skittles. <laughs> You're so Brad, what are you doing in there? I'm, I'm, just change the light bulb. Eating. I'm just sucking it. <laughs> He's rather than I'm jerking it. Leave me alone. Exploding diarrhea. Uh, shitting everywhere. Uh, I'm cheating on you. I'm talking to my. I'm cheating on you. I don't know. It's just it's just embarrassing to like if I was able to go in and have like one little fun size Snickers and carry it out and eat it, that'd be fine. But I have to have like 11 of them. So you don't really want to, I don't want to see my wife plowing through these things like I'm a fucking squirrel getting ready for the winter. Just I'm going as fast as humanly possible and they're all in my pockets. So I'll, you know, pockets stuffed with like Twix wrappers. So that's embarrassing. I don't like it. But that's my advice. Good answer. All right. Next one. Uh, Coach JC, ask Clarence to rank these towns. Preston, Cannon Falls, Harmony, and Zombroda. Hmm. Okay, Zombroda's fourth. I've heard that's of one. Easy peasy Japanesey. Zombroda's four. Uh, we'll work backwards then. Can you put Zombroda uh, lower than four? <laughs> What's wrong with Zombroda? Do you guys have I'm, any I'm call, commentary? I'm calling Zombroda out. It's just, it's just there. It's just there. There's just nothing? All right. That's fine. Do you, do you want to Every airport in America's got a McDonald's. I don't give a shit about that. It's, it's a horrible McDonald's. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'm not spending any more time on Zombroda than we already have. They don't deserve it. Um, I will say Preston is three. Beautiful town. Uh, friendly people. Yeah, very friendly. Harmony is more beautiful. So Harmony slots in the number two spot. And, of, of course, I'm going to put Cannon Falls number one. Come on down, everybody. Got a beautiful bike trail, uh, winery, uh, eateries. Spend your tax money. Let's yeah, go. studio. We need more school books. Eateries? You're going to drive, you're gonna have to drive like 12 miles down the highway and then double back if you want to get to anything. But, you know, whatever. Minnesota <laughs> Department of Transportation, Thanks. that's fine. MnDOT, what a clusterfuck that is. But, uh... We'll set that aside. Still come down. Spend your tax money. Bring right. your businesses. Are you a Cannon Falls lifer? <sighs> no, I don't know, Brandon. Christ. No? All right. That's fine. I probably. Uh, my dream is to someday move up to a lake somewhere. Up to, so. uh, like, Calhoun? Like, right in the heart of it? <laughs> seems like a Calhoun guy. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. Like, Calhoun? uh... <laughs> Lake like Waconia or Lake of the Isles? The only way you're getting me there. <laughs> All right, yeah, I didn't figure that lake. Medicine Lake? That's close. Well, yeah, you too, have to keep going. A little too urban. Going north. A little too yeah, urban for well, you. Just a hair. All right. You could, uh, you could, um, my parents have a big garage you could, and in, in their cabin in um, Lax, that you could rent that out. If you need, if you need like a safe paradise. house. Yeah, I figured you might need a safe house. Well, we've already, no, it's already been compromised just by talking about it right now. So it's out. Ah, damn it. Oh, well, someday. 
Okay, so Cannon Falls is number one. Good question, I guess. I don't know what yep. the other cities. All right. Uh, we got a question from Wade, so we got to answer it because it's from oh, Wade. Yeah, it's from Wade, yeah. Wade wants to know the most Minnesota game slash transaction slash team activities since we started the podcast, which was February 8th, 2013. So basically the last 26 months. The most Minnesota thing that has happened, sports Yes. yes. Um, that, that, I'm gonna, it's it's oh, Garnett or Tory, right? <laughs> well, Tory Hunter is a good one. Or Garnett is also a good one, but I'm going to say maybe it's just because it's fresh in my mind. But I'm going to go. I'm going to say the Twins signing Brian Dozier to a contract non-extension, where all they did <laughs> That's a good was one. Agree, gave him more money. All they did was agree to pay him more money every year, yeah, just to keep him happy or something. Because it so demonstrates that they just don't understand how things actually work. That and that they, uh, and that the Pirates gave. A guy the same exact contract except bought three years of free agency, right? So that's exactly like not only was it bad, but somebody else almost immediately did something the actual right way. That is a that is a good one. I was going to also suggest as we talked about earlier the Bartlett thing, but that was more just stupidity. That wasn't as quintessential Minnesotan as yeah thinking that it was kind of smart and not realizing that it was absolutely pointless. So yeah, that they, that they they did this. Thing. They had heard that you want to lock up young guys yep, to give yourself yep. cost containment, so they did it. And I just imagine them showing up all smug to the press conference, like, "Hey, we know what we're doing." And then <laughs> we the got first him. Question being, why? Why does? <laughs> why don't you have any team? Why you already had? You him. already had him, guys. <laughs> he was yours. <laughs> <laughs> them trying to explain it like well uh, we just uh, I know it's different but we really believe that uh. purely no benefit to any part of the organization beyond their own financial stability purely yeah. not one thing to do with the actual quality of the nope. team zero no. percent yeah that a might be second, it that's a really good a one close second would be signing Kevin Correa to a two year contract and then turning around and doing the same for Mike Pelfrey so these after are all twins things, right? Yeah. yeah. After just taking an absolute beating for signing Kevin Gray to a two-year contact for reasons that couldn't be explained to anyone with a brain in their head, they turned around and did the same thing for more money and a worse pitcher. I will say that I think you're, these are all right in terms of, a, of an organization, but the most Minnesota thing to happen in general that includes the media's reaction is the Kevin Garnett trade. That was yeah, one of the most sure. embarrassing couple days. And, John, I know that we're, we made fun of you, but you obviously were more of like, ugh, I'm hopeless, I just want to whatever. There were people who were legitimately like, this this might work, people. <laughs> that are paid <laughs> professionals. Uh, and, oh, my God. I didn't think it would be a good thing. I was just happy about it. It was, exactly, gonna... yeah. it was exactly like the movie Dumb and Dumber 2. I didn't think it was going to be a good movie. I was just happy to see them again. Yeah, that's a good point. That's fine. I am going to go with, rather than a single event, I am going to go with this year's Minnesota Gophers men's basketball season. (laughs) In that, it started very hopeful. I remember we had a preview episode with Donnelly, I believe, and people were like, 
picking them, you know, third in the conference to know, you know, what seed are they going to be in the NCAA tournament. And all of that hope quickly went to anger. And by the end of the season, when they didn't even make it into the NIT tournament, it was full-on indifference. Almost nobody cared. So you went from fountains of hope to anger to indifference all within one season. And I think that sums up Minnesota sports. Yeah, that's a good one. This is the worst time for Minnesota sports ever. I know that we've talked about it, but it's just the very worst that it, it has ever mm. been. It has to be. We really, we really need the Wild to go to the Stanley Cup Finals and then go for football to win the Big Ten in the fall. We really need that. But I think that those things are like just going to mildly help, you know? Like if yeah. the if the well, I mean, the Wild, I know, are about as popular as the as the Wolves, so either one of those. But, um, yeah, it's just bad. Bad times, man. Bad. At least they're bad in a very funny way. We have nothing short to make fun of in terms of these terrible organizations that we talk about. So that's cool. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, from our buddy Human, Human Touch, if you could graduate college in any year, what year would you pick? Uh, I would you're going to pick the 70s I am going to pick the 70s because that means you were in high school in the early I'm going to pick 1976 because that meant you were in high school in the early 70s then you went to college through the 70s so that's kind of the prime awesome having like an awesome car and just just being a fucking goober drunk <laughs> and nobody gave a shit yeah it was then okay to be a goober you wouldn't have gone to college in the 70s though like what percentage of people went like not many did they yeah that's true you just fuck no, around you in your what? car all day no let's not add you're getting you a little plugs. confactual there that's hitting a little too close though you're right i would not i'd be a fucking like a diesel mechanic i didn't mean you i didn't mean you specifically Clarence. so i and i'm saying yeah me okay <laughs> Ass, <laughs> even though you're right, son of a bitch. Stupid, <laughs> um, correct prick. Set that aside. The fact that I w- I would have gone to like Bemidji Votech, uh, and what I, where I'm going with this is that so you graduate college like seventy six, seventy seven, seventy eight, somewhere in there, then you are kind of ramping up to where you're in the prime. You, you got some money in your pocket in the early eighties when like Coke, you know, was like real cheap and just ubiquitous just everywhere and you're, everybody's super rich and you're just doing coke parties basically I'm thinking of Forrest Gump is what I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking through with it. Forrest Gump in my head basically I wish uh, I worked at a Jiffy Loop and did a bunch of blow is that what you're saying <laughs> well, basically what I'm saying yeah but it was like you know now you can't really do that stuff but back then it seems like it was fairly customary like people just shrugged oh that's yeah, that's what you do it's hard that's to think about the past of because i think we only get the good parts of it you know and there's probably right. bad parts too like there was I'm certain it's rom- it's romanticized to some extent of but. course there was you know yeah whatever ayatollah asshole <laughs> what about when you had to only get you could only get gas on like tuesdays what year was that it was it was in the seventies at some 70s, point. Like, yeah, hey, you just sorry, 70s. no driving Black for you. Jimmy Carter, 
wasn't the, wasn't the seventies the decade where the Lake Erie and Cleveland spent the entire decade literally on fire? Yeah, well, and everybody was on go, crack. You go, you swim, you know, surfing in Lake Erie. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm having a coke party. <laughs> Clarence is just got so much coke right now. He couldn't care less. He does the whole all the weenies <laughs> over the lake. <laughs> Clarence, I, I don't know Make how to break this. Make chicken out on Lake Erie. <laughs> but if you want, you can be a cocaine addict now. It's not just in 1976. Yeah, you get judged, though, now. Not, you know. It's not the same. you seen that studio 54 or whatever? It was romanticized back then. It was very casual. You did it if you had the money. That was the only precursor of whether or not you did it. Now it's like, what the fuck? Now you're a cokehead. You now did. you're just a coke addict. I heard There's he's done cool. cocaine yeah. before. Like, it's whispered about now. Yeah, uh, and in the seventies, smoking cigarettes was still cool, rather than the single stupidest thing you oh, could do. You it was smoke like cigs. So many cigarettes. You die then. at like sixty-seven, and people are like, "Pretty good life. That's pretty oh, good. good." Had a good run. Now, if you're sixty-seven, right it's like, the "What other. the fuck happened? Yeah. Why would he die at sixty-seven? Something <laughs> bad happens to die at that age now." Back then, just go, man. Everyone's unhealthy. <laughs> I just. I find it a little surprising that there are still people who's something flipped about maybe 10, 15 years ago. I don't know whether it was what actually caused it, but it went from everybody smoked and it was a legitimate thing and you could smoke like on airplanes and in restaurants and they just had the non-smoking section for the prudes that didn't want smoke in their food. And then something flipped and now it's like, you, you want to smoke a cigarette like here? It would be very embarrassing to be a smoker these days. Like it would be a yeah. sh- uh, shameful sort of thing. <laughs> my dad would punch you right in your fucking mouth right now. Well, my in-laws would too. My in-laws chain smoke. How would like not be pleased with this line of conversation? At yeah, all. but you know, there's a little smokers room at Best Buy, and you know, people don't seem to be. It, it's not packed. Room? It's, it's, it's the old idea box, isn't it's, it? It's one of the idea box. It's outside. It's not a room indoors. It's an outside. Was that your room. idea? Yeah. Was the idea box your yeah, idea box literal idea? What do you think? What do you think, guys? You like it? I, I, it's a bad idea. I wouldn't I would, I would do that. <laughs> it's a bad one. That one didn't work. It's no. a bad one. Don't do that one. I have nothing to do with any of those ideas. Okay. Um, I think that I would probably choose this year. I think this year is probably sounds like the best one. The newer year to graduate, I'll always choose. Because I can't go back in time because I would have that knowledge of, I don't know. It's hard It's hard to look and not say that things are better today than they were before. Yeah. But back then, you wouldn't have known things were going to get better. So just like us right yeah. now, we're perfectly happy because we don't understand that like self-driving cars are... You're going to be here soon and like no that more cancer horrible. and stuff like the good things that kill us are going to be, you know, less of soon. But right now we're plenty happy. So the 70s sounds fun, though, at least in the movies. It seemed cool. All of our I kids agree. would be like 15 years old. I think what the, the consensus is here, we like drugs, but not the consequences. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think you put your finger right on it. There you yeah. go. We would like to go to heaven, but we do not want to die. Right. All right. Um, uh, Matt at MN Matt three wants to know what kind of beer we're drinking tonight, which we haven't actually talked about in about thirty five episodes. I am drinking a Bauhaus, which I am drinking very often uh, because I just ran out of 
uh, Pinner by Oscar Blues, which is the best beer, I think. It's um, it's a session beer, but it's like five percent, and it's um, for that for that genre of beer, it's the very best. It's better than Lagunitas Daytime, and I love it. And all I want to do is drink it at all times, all day, and all night. Just drink it and stand in the pantry eating Skittles. Yes. <laughs> you know that's uh, embarrassingly saying. very close to my actual life. until the candy's gone and then i am sad until candy comes back well let's go get more candy yeah no 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 it's like i don't go get it myself though because i know i'm gonna be spending more time in the pantry i just wait until it shows up and then i spend all my time in the pantry plowing through it and then i'm you know it's like you know it's my own little tiny form of crack (laughs) anyway pinner best beer I have a bent pedal cold press black ale, black coffee ale. Oh god, that stuff is I good. Like very much. It's very good. It's so and good. The total wine up the street from my house has it cold all the time now, yeah. and yep, it's, it's cold. So and I just want to go there every day and get four more. <laughs> four more nine ninety nine. It's just oh, it's, you can't yep. beat it. It is hard to beat. Yes, um, I like it more than Surly's coffee vendor, actually, which I never thought I would say about a Minnesota coffee beer, but there yeah. you go. I'm not sure. Great. I'd like to compare them with, by doing a lot of drinking of both of them. Both of them, and then, you know, yeah. it's, the only way, it's the only way you can learn. I'm going to need 600 of each. and it's the, You, you have to rigorously test these things. It's the, only, it's the only path to knowledge. It's, it's science. Exactly. Um, I'm drinking a Boulevard single wide IPA, and it's very good. I have that t-shirt. Yeah, Boulevard single one? I do. Yeah, are you um, recommended by uh, Brian Moe. I assume you grabbed that when you were in Kansas City last time, Clarence? Yeah, I like that beer. Yeah, it's a good beer. I'm glad they have it back in Minnesota. I've been waiting for them to bring it back here. So I didn't realize until I was in Kansas City a couple of weeks ago that Boulevard basically owns the whole town. Every single yeah, bar like, is just Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you go, it's... Yeah, it's the it's summit like of summit uh, Kansas here. City. Yeah. Wow, we made that point at the exact same time, Stu. I'm glad. Exactly. I know we're good people, but yeah, it's a good beer. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad they're back on the market. It's good to have them back. They make good stuff. Clarence, what are you drinking? I'm not. Huh. huh. Clarence, you literally just enthused about how huh. you wanted to be a cocaine addict in 1976, and you're not well, saving up. You're the Coke's expensive. He's got to work in the morning. No, it's not so much. That. I just shoulder uh, to the wheel. I didn't get a chance to get to it. Work. Didn't get grab one. I bummer. Bummer. That'll happen. I am not proud of it, I, but I won't lie to you. I'm proud of it, but I'm not going to lie. I could have just made one up. You can't see. Sure, Saga. <laughs> Easy. I do appreciate your honesty. All right, um, Tony Norgard wants to know best Springsteen album: Darkness, Nebraska, or Born to Run. And Nebraska. if Dana, Dana Wessel doesn't actually listen to this podcast anymore, but if he did, he'd be taking notes right here and would have a lot to say. So answer carefully. It's it's Nebraska. I don't have Nebraska, but I trust Stu. But it's the least Springsteen sounding of those records, but it's it's Nebraska. It, how much Which is, is it, What percentage of the time does he talk about factories? Oh, the whole album. Of course. But okay, also, good, good. But but it's all like acoustic and very I don't know, it's just it's just it goes for a really downbeat mood and sticks with it, which is just so weird for him. 
that I think I may I may be overrated just because it's so different from the rest of his output. But uh, I just love it. I just, it's just it's a good just singer songwriter. It's it's his Johnny Cash record, for lack of a better word. Huh. It's just you know just it's I just love it. I'm not as into Springsteen as I probably should be. I like what I hear, you're, you're, but you're, I just it'll, well, what, what you're thirty three four thirty four. Yeah, give it a couple more years. It'll happen. Thirty four. You have two kids. Yeah. You you like sports. You write about sports sometimes on the internet, so you'll get there. I've just always been more interested in indie electronic pop music sung by girls. So you'll 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 get a denim shirt here pretty soon, and uh, (laughs) just it'll just follow after that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I heard he's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, John. We should. we should wrap yep, this up at some it. point. That's the end of the Ask Sportive Questions. That's Woo-hoo. the end of it. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll, do wh- that, we'll do that again well, I, for episode 200. I'm, 30, I'm 39, Brandon, and I'm not a big Springsteen guy. Yeah. You, you're so into I, like I some quiet-ass country music from like the 50s and 60s, right? Just like a guy and a guitar just, just bitching about his woman. Is that right? That's like your, uh, right. that's your sweet spot? One of the things that I enjoy, sure. Okay. I liked Springsteen's uh, "Beautiful Loser" album. That's probably my favorite. That that was that was that was Bob Seger. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that one. Uh, I also. That's good. This interview is over. This. <laughs> got a source on that, or? Uh, all right, let me ask you a quick question uh, before we go. Prediction on Tiger's finish at the Masters. I heard that he's playing in it. Uh, is that this weekend? We shit on golf pretty regularly around here, but I just wanted to make sure um, what you guys were thinking. Let's see. I have a dance competition in Chanhassen. I assume Tiger will be available to attend that with me on Saturday. Okay, yes. That is also my prediction. I don't think he's going to even make the cut. He's not going to make the cut. Yeah, it's over. Getting it's old over, sucks. Sorry, yeah. Tiger. Uh, He's just got to settle for being a millionaire and having a beautiful girlfriend. We'll just have to live with that. Poor guy. And one last special uh, shout-out, uh, Eat Shit and Die edition to uh, Mary Lucia Stalker. I don't know if you heard about this. This is unbelievable. Mary, oh, I'm, Mary I'm, Lucia. I'm very well aware since I work in the building. Of course. She's your coworker. Um has to take some a leave of absence off work because she's got a stalker that is, has ba- essentially ruined her life. Um, so uh, that's that's garbage. It's garbage. Yes, Please stop stalking cool. other people. Um, Don't do that. Yeah. Quit being creepy, dudes. Get back soon, Mary. Um, I think that's all that I had on my uh, on my little mind here. Anyone else? I'm sorry, John. We didn't get to it. every every week before the uh the show before i press record john goes hey we could talk about uh talk about soccer if you wanted just you know throw it on the agenda if you need it uh once again we didn't Never. get to it i'm really sorry it's the john. Lindsay buckingham of the sportive <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly gonna be river Angel. gonna be presidential <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and we didn't get to Lindsay. Bah, it's fine. <laughs> oh God, Lindsay, you're not mad at me, are you?
<sighs> one of these weeks. Someday. One of these weeks. Someday. Someday. Soon. Well, good first hundred episodes, guys. All right, here's to yep. 100 more. Hey, what do you say? We've gone 0 for 100 and the four of us being in the same room. <laughs> Let's try to hopefully <laughs> one time in the next 100 fucking episodes we get together. This is over two years. That is legitimately impossible. And this 100 is 100 two- episodes. 100 times we've done this, and every week we start out with the the hope that maybe this is the week that Clarence will have a free day on a Saturday, or we'll all be able to get together after work on a Thursday or something. Nothing. Never, not once. That's not an exaggeration. Every single week, the first conversation we have with each other on Mondays is, hey, can we get together for an in-person? That's amazing. We don't live far away from each other at all. and uh nope. That's we amazing. all live in the same general area of the United States now. When and we all are actual friends between too. episodes six and eighty six or whatever. So yes. that at least was explainable. Was like, all right, he's home twice a year. It it's not out of the realm of possibility that the two times a year that he's in Minnesota, that we're not going to be able to all get together. But now we all live in the same place, and but it, it's become clear that a we're bad at planning, and yep. b we kind of hate each other. We must, but I do feel like we are actual friends, which makes it a little bit weirder. But the problem it does make is it even a little weirder. <laughs> the problem is we have seven kids between the three dudes, so that makes it harder. Um, and I have the easiest job because my kids aren't in sports. It sounds like um, having kids in sports is, and we've talked about it before, but that just kind of takes over your life. So, um, yeah. Once you have a daughter in dance, your life is over. Sure, sure. I get Anna, it. it sounds like. I can only guess based on, based on Clarence and Stu. Yeah. Once dance get starts. two of them in dance, and you, yeah, you, uh, what crumbs you had left are quickly eaten. Before you know <laughs> it, you're sitting down in your basement, talking to your friends on the phone, daydreaming about doing coke in the 70s. <laughs> That's your happiness. Literally staring at my popcorn ceiling in my basement, doing <laughs> yeah. exactly what you just described. In the dark. <laughs> Laying on the couch. Yep. On the phone. And, oh, and Stu's laptop died, and he had to leave early, which is just makes it another classic sportive episode. That, that should wrap up That's the, the episode point perfectly. Right I'm glad we had a couple of computer problems during this. That makes it just perfect. Well, all 11 people, thanks for listening to the end, and we'll, uh, we'll keep going. Yeah. 101 coming up. Yep. Oh, before I yeah, let's let's signing out. This is the overnight scoreboard with Sleepy Dwayne Calloway. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.